It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, a huge welcome. And please thank the person that introduced you to the Divas. We have been around now for 12 years. Uh, We are listening to in over 30 countries in the world, and it's because of all of our amazing listeners, our tribe. We're just so grateful that, you know, we are able to do this movement and inspire and empower so many people around the world. So thank you guys all so much. All right, I'm going to be introducing you to, I wouldn't call him my new diva because Doug Sutter is not a diva, but we're very excited to be having him on our program to be sharing so many great things with us. So welcome to the Divas, Doug. Thanks for having me, Candice. It's awesome. Well, I'm excited to be talking with you, and I'm excited because of a, a few things. We don't have a lot of gentlemen on our program, so it's always exciting to have one on our the divas, and also because you have a couple of amazing books out there, and you're doing a lot of great things to inspire and help women, and I think it's, and families too. But I, I'm really excited about that. So, Doug, before we kind of dive into some of the questions I have for you, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah, hi, I'm Doug Setter. I'm uh, I'm a former paratrooper, uh, kickboxer. I was one of these um, kind of underweight kids, you know, geeky kids, and I, I built myself up and. And over the years, I uh, I just started teaching fitness, and someone once asked me, well, do you personal train? I go, oh, yeah, I guess so. And I was mostly trying to train soldiers, you know, uh, martial artists and this, and I started teaching fitness, and most of my clients were women, and I thought, well, I don't want to do this, because I was very awkward around, um, you know, teaching women. And, but um, I found they were very good clients, very enthusiastic, and so a lot of my training and, and even my writing was geared towards training women. So um, now I, I train fitness and I write books, and hopefully they can uh, take me on to later, later years for that. <laughs> well, I love it. And that's exactly what we need. You know, we need a different perspective on things, too. And having yourself that has a lot of um, experience, and fitness is, is great because then we can learn so much from you. And I love it that you're also a fellow Canadian. You're actually from Vancouver, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mostly That's West Coast. Awesome. I lived in, I lived in the, the frozen prairie for about 10 years, but uh, <laughs> West Coast is the way to be. <laughs> you know what? I, I completely agree. I actually live in the prairies, and it has definitely been a, a difficult winter, and I envy you completely. Well, the things, the questions that I have for you, you've got an amazing book out there, and I know we're going to be talking about two of them, but I want to talk to you about this book called Fit Them After 50. Um, why did you decide to write that? Because people are going to be like, well, is this just a book for women over 50? And, and I think that that would be a great, or a great topic to talk about because we actually, our listeners, we have quite a few women, the majority of our listeners are actually between the ages of 45 to 65. Yeah, I, you know, I wrote one with a, a flat bit after 50, and then, you know, I, I was talking to friends and women clients, and they said, well, you didn't address this, you didn't address that, you didn't address, you know, some, some you know, subcontinuous fat, you didn't this, and, and hormonal balance. I'm like, okay, tell you what, I, you know, to me it's a challenge. So I go and I dig in and I interviewed, like, professional women 
like people, women that are working, you know, on their mothers, and they've they've done been and done, and uh, um, there's just all sorts of challenges. Like there's challenges with food. There's challenges with uh, let's face it, we don't heal as fast as we used to. I mean, uh, and God, you know, I've never mm-hmm. done all our childbirths, but uh, I've done a lot of painful things. But my gosh, uh, I never had to deal with that. And uh, another one, I mean, we <laughs> past fifty, we don't live in the mom and dad hotel. Our bodies can't eat anything and generate muscle like we could in our twenties. So yeah, it's, so yeah, I, I I interviewed the people and I, I talked. It was awesome and it was really good because one of my friends. They opened up and they talked about quite bluntly about stuff like depression. They talked about stuff like, you know, um, weight challenges and overcoming injuries and, and um, maintain themselves. It was really, I'm glad I did it. You know, if nothing else, it was a good it was a good journey for me. Yeah. Well, and I like that it's a topic that we don't talk about. Uh, it seems that as soon as we hit our 40s, you know, we we don't always want to address different topics. Um, we don't no. necessarily want to know. We think that we can still do things that we're in our 20s, and that's not real. Uh, we we are going through a lot of changes, hormonal changes, and like you're saying, we're not we don't necessarily recover as well. But so tell us a little bit about some of the some of the stories, some of the things that you've learned um, in regards to perhaps nutrition. You know what what is the kind of things that people are changing as they get older. Oh, you, you definitely eat less. Um, you don't break down food as well. So you have to be a little more careful. And one of the things I'll go into right now is, is uh, I found the separation diet worked for me. It, it was called a lot of things over the years, fit for life, whatever. But I found if I'm more careful, the bread, for instance. And, and here's things that I found consistently. I, I remember talking to a lady, and she, she told me, and she, we, we actually were having drinks, and she said, you look. She says, look at my, you know, my stomach. Says, and within, I'm talking a couple hours, her body reacted allergically, not calories, but allergically. And for some people, it's it's tomatoes. Some people, it's bread, sugar. Um, what's another one? Uh, sometimes alcohol. But it's interesting. I've noticed people's bodies will change allergically. Eggs for some people, dairy products. And so we, we be more wary of this. And you go, well, I've done that all my life. Yeah, but we had the ability to handle it. And so you make small changes. I mean, you know, I can, I don't, I don't need. I've stopped drinking milk back in my twenties, and my bones are still strong. Uh, you make adjustments. You can mix, you know, coconut milk, almond milk. You, you always make small adjustments. And, and there's another thing. Here, my head's bouncing around here, but you can make small adjustments without going severe. Uh, you can change the type of bread you eat. You can change like gluten-free, or you can change you know, rye bread or, or sourdough or whatever, but you can make these small changes. And you'd be surprised. You, you do it for a couple of weeks and you think, well, what's the big deal? But then you go back to what you were doing and then, oh, wait a minute, now I understand. Yeah, now my body's reacting because we get so numb to it. That's one thing. I like food. that. Well, yeah. and I like how you're saying that because you're actually normalizing it because I've talked to a lot of my girlfriends and, you know, people are like, well, is this normal? And, you know, really what you're saying, it is normal. Like we're going to, people are going to adjust and change over the course. Uh, and I think in our heads, it's like, well, I've done this forever. Like you were saying, why am I, why is it changing now? But that's, that's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I ate some vile things in the army. We, well, no, it wasn't, you know, we had to eat these rations and, and, 
and stuff, but your body adjusts it because you're very young, you're strong, you're, and later on, you, the accumulation of, you know, certain as, um, you know, overcooked food, uh, um, you know, overprocessed and that, your body just can't reject it like it used to. So you've kind of had, a, what should I say, an unnatural diet most of your life, and you've adapted to it, and now you're older and your body just says, well, no, I don't want this anymore. So it, the simple changes, I found just simple, small changes, and you're fine. I mean, we, we you just got to be a little more selective. It's not say be. I, like I mean, I, I'm a chocoholic. I'll admit openly. <laughs> um, you know, and red wine, forget it. You know, I'm not giving that up. So, but, but you just, you just make it different. That's all. No, and I like that. Are you on a mission to teach people this? Yeah, yeah, I do, and it it I'm. I don't want to rattle it down the throat, but when they they ask me, I said, "Well, here, try this, try this, you know, try cutting that out." And they go, "Son of a gun, you know, I feel better. My eyes don't itch. My nose doesn't run. I don't feel bloated." I go, "Yeah, it's just I know there's no big, you know, I really can't sell it to you, but it's it's that simple sometimes." And and we just gotta make. And it's really cool. The really, thing I find fascinating is behavior change. You do these yeah. small increments, like I'm gonna sorry segue into this, but like. Often people come to me and say, look, I want to lose 20 pounds by the summer on my trip to Mexico. And, okay, you know, so we got two months to do this. However, I think it's far more strong and powerful if we get to the point where we're just doing small rewards for, okay, we showed up, we worked out. I jumped on my bike. I walked around the block. I did my 15-minute routine. And then I reward myself with small things. It could be something as simple as phoning a friend or watching your favorite show or you know, combing your hair, like just something really simple. And what happens, your brain starts getting a link to that. It's like it's like when my mom used to, you know, God bless her, uh, I remember as a kid watching her, she'd pick up the phone, she'd always grab a cigarette and a coffee. And so there's a strong link. So if you're going to exercise, oh, my gosh, i got to do this, I hate this, but, oh, yeah, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch ER. I don't know what they watch nowadays, the good doctor or whatever, but I'm going to watch that after my workout. Or I'm going to enjoy it with a friend, or I'm going to, I like that music, then now it's something enjoyable. It's something you actually, you feel you're missing if you don't. And so I love it's that. Seriously I love small changes, so it'll carry you through. Mm-hmm. Well, and it makes sense, right? You're, you're rewarding yourself for doing something like that. And we love rewards. You know, I think we grew up in that fact that. You know, if you do something, here you go, and and that's a it's a great thing to keep going. Um, I want to talk to you now about your other book. Can you? I don't I don't even think I have the name of it. Can you share a little bit about oh, that? Oh, it's not good after COVID. Um, and and that I wrote that because I just saw this this you know two years of lockdown, and I, and I noticed myself and a lot of people that really the uh, the isolation, and you know, as a former soldier. We, we joke, we say, yeah, felons and soldiers don't really care because we used to get, you know, um, confined to base or to barracks if we did something wrong or whatever. But uh, I found, no, I didn't have the connection with people. I didn't have the usual routine. I couldn't do my environment workouts, like my gym. I had to go up to the beach. And I yeah. noticed that. I noticed a change. In it. And even myself, I never, ever had a weight problem. I started putting on weight. Oh, this is weird. I'm no longer superhuman. What's going on here? And so... That's a joke, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, there was a thing we got to get out of this rut. we got to get back into enjoying ourselves. And I've seen, read research, or there's even 
things with uh, several medical problems. I read a study in Iran where once these people who were going to the doctor and were borderline hospitalized, once they got back together with friends and played some sports, suddenly all these, these symptoms disappeared and they Isn't got better. Amazing? It is amazing. And, and I know as a soldier, being socializing is very, very important. Um, yeah. Just being with your bros or whatever. So my thing was well, helping people get me small habits, get back in on the get back on the horse. I love that because that's what we, we've talked a lot about that in the last couple of years is you know the isolation and you know issues with mental health and you know people being by themselves and they lonely a lot of loneliness and you know how do we figure that out? How do we transition? How do we work around that? And I'm assuming with a lot of things with you is that you were able to do some stuff with your, even with your clients through Zoom. That was awesome. We did, I did one thing with some friends. I said, okay, let's just get together with a morning stretch. It was mm-hmm. really cool because there were some guys who were laid off and some were um, just whatever. We all got together. We the morning stretch and then we just shot the breeze for a bit and then we got on with it. So I did kind of a false commute every day because I wasn't working full time. I still got out in the morning did my workout, cleaned up. If I had to drive my car around the block, I did. Or I'd walk down. I couldn't use the library or coffee shop. But I'd deliberately walk several blocks like I was commuting. And I, I adhered myself to an actual schedule. And I know it sounds funny, but, you know, I, I determined that, no, I'm going to keep myself on schedule. Yeah. And so then, yeah, and then when I did work, it, it, it fell into place, so. I want to ask you, Doug, why did you decide to become an author? Why are you writing these amazing books? Because I, well, I, I think that this is what the world needs. But why did you decide to do that? As a kid, I always wanted to. I always wanted to one day, one day. And then finally one time people were asking me, look, can you, you know, write a book about uh, first one was stomach sounding, and I wrote one on women's kickboxing. And I wrote, and after a while you get the, you get the hang of it. There is a trick to it. Well, I mean, you, I'm sure you, you understand being an entrepreneur you get a routine, and, and away it goes, and, and they come faster and faster now. I can crank one out in, well, three or four months now, and uh, I like it. It's quite enjoyable, the process. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, Doug, what is next? What's new? What's going to be happening with you in the future here? Well, I've got to find out how to put next information products, like how to get this into a course so I can reach more people, and I'm... Um, you know, I have to I have to ask people who are a lot more skilled than I am, which is hard. I don't really like asking for help. It's one of these things you got to do. But that's my next step. I think that's the way uh, I want to go because I really find it fun. I find it fun training people. I find it fun, you know, writing cool things. But I really like these. I watch some people they do these amazing things on TikTok and these amazing YouTubes, and and uh, I like to go learn to do that and step out. I think that's awesome, and I'm sure that there's a lot of our tribe, our divas that care, that would love to support you in that. I think that you doing a workshop and would be absolutely fantastic, and I know a lot of our listeners would love to be a part of that. Oh, okay. Well, i got to learn how to do one then. Any recommendations? <laughs> well, I can definitely get you in contact with a few people I know could really help you out. Thank you. Appreciate that. And you know, that's that's one of the hardest things I found too is ask, asking for help because it, it uh, well, you know, guys can't ask for directions. Heck no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was 
uh, I wasn't going to talk about some of the embarrassing situations. But, um, no, thank you very much for that, that offer. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing, just um, learning new technologies and modalities. But uh, getting back to fit them after 50, I was really impressed with uh, how some people overcame um, depression and some of these other things that happened as a byproduct of, of this lockdown. And, and it hits me close to home because I, I've gone to five funerals. They're all suicides. And one of my neighbors, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know the guy. And yeah, I was uh, lived directly above me, and, and a few months ago, I had an overdose. And it's like, wow, this is too close to home. This is so. We got to sort this out. I mean, it's a society. We can't. I agree. Um, no, we can't. I mean, this is one of the wealthiest places in the world, and I mean, surely we can do better than this. Yes, we can, and that's why we're all going to work together to help that, help each other, and. Um, it has been such a pleasure chatting with you. I want to ask you for, you know what, I always ask this at the last question, is what, is there any tips, tools, things you'd love to share with our listeners perhaps to, you know, help them with their day-to-day? Their day-to-day. Uh, you know what, I, 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 I find if I, if I go to bed in the right mood, I usually wake up in that same mood I take to bed with me or to sleep with me, if you will. Um, I just get a routine, get a routine. Um, I mean, it's last thing you might want to do is go out the door, walk around the block. And, and I, I, I give to you the five minute rule. Uh, just, you put on your runners, you step out the door, it's raining, whatever. And you go to the, you go to the corner and nine times out of 10, you go, well, I got this far. <laughs> I might as well go to the next block and the next block and the next block. And, and you'll get the sense of accomplishment what I find. You get to say, you know, it could be the worst day, most unproductive day, but you know what? I got up and I did my my routine. And uh, I think it's very important. I know in the military, I mean, we used to get them up 5.30 with just words of encouragement. And, uh, you know, when you get them pumped, you get a bunch of trainees, just not the usual yelling you see in the movie, but get them up and, all right, troop, let's go, you know? And just, you know, you get them pumped and they're all pumped, they're all, you know, cheering and all riled up and then they go in there and they do their stuff and and you hit the ground running it's it's could please um set up your place set up your room set up whatever it is that you want to do in the morning set your environment make it very positive for you and and then it will it will carry over uh that is to say even when i was in a single room single barracks i always faced the same direction i did my workout i maybe put up a picture of you know, an outstanding athlete, and then I did another picture of Elvis before he died. So, you know, I said, you want to do this or you want to do that? And then I would I would go into it. So That advice is fantastic. Yeah, I hope so. I do. Uh, I really um, like that. It, it can be that simple. Sometimes, you know, I just, I think about some friends who, who got injured or, or didn't, and then I, I look at, I look at, oh, like listening to, Know, your podcast. I mean, I, I love that one, one there on uh, Miss McConnor there about teaching and education. I thought, holy crap, you know, part of my language. She mm-hmm. said, you know, wow, like there's someone <laughs> doing stuff. So I, I like that. I always put something small and okay, you know, we got, we got the choice. And it doesn't have to be all day. You can say, you know what, I can do this for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, I can listen to an audio tape. 15 minutes, um, yeah. you know, I can read a chapter. For 15 minutes, I can do deep squats or, you know, averaging, like, and, and all these small things will add up. I guarantee it. 
That is perfect. You know, and that's something my mentors of the years have always shared with me also is, you know, break your calendar up into 15-minute increments and you can accomplish so much more. Thank you, Doug. I have had such a great time chatting with you. I do hope. I know that we're called the Divas, but I really think that you can be a part of our Diva family. We would love to have you back again. Well, thank you, Candice. Let me know. We'll definitely do that. And I would love to help you with um, introducing you to some amazing women, part of our tribe here, that would help you with getting your workshops going. Oh, you are a friend for my friend. (laughs) Awesome. Well, and thank you to all of our amazing listeners that have been tuning into the Divas at Care. Thank you so much. You know the routine, guys. Please like, share, and comment. We want to support all of the amazing guests that come onto the Divas at Care. That's what it's all about is collaboration, empowering, inspiring, and helping somebody. You know, we want to inspire the people around us, but we, we never know who it's going to impact. So make sure that you also do something kind today. It's so important. Until next time, everyone, have a great day. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.